0: This is The Space Shot, episode 214 for December 14th, 2017. Departing the Moon. Hey everyone, welcome to The Space Shot, your daily space history, pop culture, and news fix. I'm John Mulmix. Bob, uh, this is
1: Gene, and I'm on the surface, and as I take man's last step from the surface back home for some time to come, but we believe not too long into the future. I'd like to just let what I believe history will record that America's challenge of today has forged man's destiny of tomorrow. And as we leave the moon in taurus literal. We leave as we came, and, God willing, as we shall return, with peace and hope for all mankind. Godspeed the crew of Apollo 17. Uh, Roger, Dino. Thank you very much.
0: On December 14th, 1972, humans left the surface of the moon for what would be the last time in the 20th century. Over the last few days, I've spent some time listening to the real-time audio that's available on Apollo17.org. That website is a fantastic experience for anyone wanting to get an in-depth look at the final human mission to the moon in the 20th century. Listening to Cernan and Schmidt explore Taurus Littrow, hearing their excitement, and listening to their conversations with Mission Control has been a wonderful experience. I'd recommend that you visit Apollo17.org and listen to just a little bit and see how the mission unfolds. When I've been at home this week, I've opened my web browser, turned up my speakers, and let this website play. I'm pretty sure my neighbors have been a little bit confused by the constant talking and the Quindar tones that pepper many NASA recordings. Good
1: morning, dear Gordy. Good morning to you. This is Apollo Control at 183 hours, 32 minutes. Uh, we're
0: about 14 minutes the away. tradition of wake-up music was alive and well during Apollo 17. This time, however, the crew had a little bit of a leg up and sung a wake-up call to Houston.
1: pick up ...with a taped replay of that uh, Good Morning rendition from the crew and then uh, follow it live.
0: This is what I love about human exploration of the solar system. Besides the incredible science that can be conducted, we also take our good nature and humor with us. Speaking of good humor, Apollo 17 had the first geologist and poet on board the lunar module. Well, it's a
1: week before Christmas and all through the limbs. Not a commander was are stirring, not even turning. The samples were stowed in their places with care, in hope that with you they soon will be there. And turning Gene in his hammock and I in my cap had just settled our brains for a long lun- a short lunar nap. And out on the out on up on a the kamloop there rose such a scatter, I sprang from my hammock to see what was the matter. Sun on the breast of the surface below is a lustre of objects as if in snow. And what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature rover, an eight tiny reindeer, and a little old driver so lively and quick I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. I heard him explain as the over the hills he did speed Merry Christmas to all, and to all to you all, Godspeed. Very good. Gordo, that's the first time I heard that, and I gotta, I gotta say that was beautiful. I agree. Uh, did the LMP get any sleep, or did he spend all night composing that? People always said we ought to have a poet's face. I don't think we've made it yet.
0: So for some reason I really With the lunar samples stowed and the crew ready to depart, Challenger lifted off from the moon. This marked the end of lunar surface operations for Apollo 17, and the last time that humans would step foot on the moon in the 20th century. The television camera attached to the lunar rover was able to capture the departure of Challenger, and I'm linking to that short video in the show notes. It's disappointing that humans never made it back to the moon in the 20th century, and I'm hopeful that we may finally be on a path back to the moon and then to the planets beyond, to paraphrase Kennedy. The last few NASA directives to get back to the moon haven't yielded any results, just bloated budgets, Space Policy Directive 1 is new enough, and there's no evidence to show how or if it will work, so we have to hold judgment on that until there are results. However, next week I am going to be talking with a few space policy and law experts about Space Policy Directive 1, and that roundtable discussion will be out over next weekend. It will be interesting to see what the initial thoughts are on that new directive. I've moved The Force Awakens to tomorrow's episode since I'm going to try to see The Last Jedi tonight. I figure I'll talk about both of those movies in one episode since they obviously tie together. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Thank you to all of you that have left a review for the podcast. It really means a lot to me and it does help more people find the show. If you leave a review, screenshot it, send it to me, at John Molnix, pretty much everywhere on the internet, and I'll shoot you a space shot sticker and a little thank you. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button, that way you don't miss any of the daily episodes. As always, the show notes have more information on today's episode. You can hit me up on Instagram and Twitter, find me at John Molnix. I'm always up to chat. You can also connect with me on Facebook, just search The Space Shot, or click the link in the show notes. Tomorrow, Gemini 6 and Star Wars. I'm John Molnix and I'll catch you on the flip side.